Thanks for joining us for the God's Word Gives Hope podcast. This episode is a favorite of ours, and because we loved it so much, we wanted to share it again with you. Even if you've listened before, we believe that God will bring new growth. This episode is from our Dead to Me series. We will be back August 7th with brand new episodes with verses that we know are going to connect to your life in profound ways. For now, sit back and enjoy. Welcome to the God's Word Gives Hope podcast, where we are passionate about connecting His Word to your life. The podcast provides opportunities to further feed your soul or simply be replenished by listening. We're glad you're here. Welcome back to the final installment of our four-part series. Oh, wait a minute. Final installment? That sounds so formal. <laughs> yes, everybody, here we are, professional podcasters, have a final installment <laughs> of our first series in our first season. <laughs> wow. So this has been a four-part series in Colossians, the Dead to Me philosophy, but this is our final episode for 2022. That is so crazy. I can't believe our first season is coming to a close. And you know, we so appreciate that you've been on this ride with us, um, that you have taken a chance on listening to Janae and Amy talking about the Word and what God is showing us and how we can all grow together. And so the stories, your support um, about the podcast and the blog, it is meaningful to us. So thank you for sharing those things with us. We do have some good news to share at the end, but we're going to wait because, um, Janae, I think we should get started on this episode. Yes. So our listeners might be thinking, how do we have yet another piece of dead to me to talk about? We have talked about this for three weeks, but just like the Word of God is so active and living, there is still much more to mine in this amazing chapter of Colossians. So summarize for the people that are catching up and joining us for the first time what we've talked about so far. All right, so week one, we learned that we have behaviors or mindsets that are destructive, and we need to put them to death or treat them as if they were dead to us. Mm -hmm. Week two, we talked about the new life God springs up in us from those ashes and the importance of knowing our Creator. And then week three, we discovered the role Thanksgiving plays in keeping our mind focused on God. And it was an actual way that we could put things to death. It's a tool in helping keep those things dead that need to remain dead. Which brings us to this week's conclusion in Colossians 3 of our Dead to Me series. And we're going to be focusing on verse 15 of chapter 3, which says, And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. So here it says, peace is to rule our hearts And we are called, even called, to live a life of peace. So in my mind, peace is the end game of the dead to me philosophy. Well, peace. I mean, I do not know one person that would go, oh, there's no need for peace, or I'm not struggling to have peace. I know we lack peace in multiple places in our lives usually. 
We need peace personally some days. Many days, I'm actually in the battle with myself right? <laughs> before I'm even engaging with the outside world and struggling. Um, we need peace relationally. Um, whether you're thinking marriage relationships, parent, child, friends, coworkers, we need peace in our world. And Jesus calls to live in peace. So what does that look like? Right. And for some people, just our general life is chaotic. Mm-hmm. There's just so, we're so busy. Um, I love the way the Amplified puts this verse, so I'm going to read it from the Amplified, verse 15. Let the peace of Christ, the inner calm of one who walks daily with Him, be the controlling factor in your hearts, deciding and settling questions that arise. To this peace, indeed, you are called as members in one body of believers, and be thankful to God always. So I love the way it puts this inner calm is to control our hearts. Is anyone feeling peace is in control right now? Hmm. Maybe, hopefully, if they're driving <laughs> or they're listening to this podcast, they're, getting, they're, they're feeling that inner calm in this very moment. But chances are, we're not necessarily feeling it. And so what does that look like? How can we just bring these things all together and then peace be the result of what we experience more than not? Mm. Because it's what we are called to, a life that pursues a solution that brings about peace for all involved as much as it is possible. Mm. Peace here is more than being absent of conflict, though, Amy. Christ peace is much, much more. Yes. In fact, the word that is used here, the Greek word is Irene, but it connects with— You said that so well. uh, I'm actually really (laughs) proud of myself, guys. (laughs) But that word um, is the sister word to shalom, which is used all throughout the Old Testament. That's the Hebrew word. And the shalom of God is so much more than just easy circumstances or the removal of struggles. Shalom isn't just about your external circumstances or calmness. In Psalm 85, 8, it says, I listen carefully to what God the Lord is saying, for he speaks peace to his faithful people. When we have the shalom of God, it begins with the reconciliation that we have with God. Mm. And it involves then peace with what is around us and what is inside of us, what is within us. As we receive his peace, it changes our hearts, it changes our minds, it changes our lives. And then that shalom of God actually pours out from us. Shalom is not temporary. This is an authentic and eternal kind of peace that we can always have access to. In fact, shalom appears 200 times in the Old Testament. And arine, which is the same, appears 90 times in the New Testament. So God is about us knowing that this peace is a part of who we are when we have him and we are walking with him. Yes, and it's what he wants for us. It just, it calls us back to the second part of this series where we need to know Mm -hmm. the God we are following, the God that we're giving our lives to. He wants this peace for us. That's why he's calling us to this type of life. So Paul talks about this idea of peace uh, in his letter to the Philippians. So let's take a look at that for a minute. Philippians chapter four, verses six through nine. Do not be anxious about anything 
But in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, Mm. which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So pause here. And then Paul gives us a list to think about to maintain our peace. It also, in this dead to me philosophy, is fitting for when you're struggling with the thing that you're trying to put to death, instead of focusing on the thing, we want to focus on this list. Do you know what's funny? As you're about to read this list, it reminds me of a little picture that used to hang in my daughter's room where she used to struggle at night with her thoughts. And so we wrote all these words out that you're about to list, and then we cut out pictures from magazines of things that matched in her mind. So she, because she was young, so she had a visual representation of these things because our minds are just such a battleground. Yes. So read the list because this is one of my favorite verses. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Mm. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. So I love how he sandwiches and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. It's going to guard our hearts and our minds. And then he ends with, and the God of peace will be with you. But there's some work on our part on what we're going to put our mind and our attention to. And I like the what you shared, Amy, in Psalms. God has promised his peace to us. It is ours. God's peace steps in and acts like a soldier Mm. over our hearts and minds, protecting us from the things that rob us of our peace. That's so good. It reminds me of Romans 8, 6. It says, the mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Peace. Mm -hmm. So we're seeing how that word fits into our package deal of dead to me philosophy. Mm -hmm. So if we're going to go down the destructive behaviors, the destructive mindsets, and allow those things to just rule our lives, we are not going to have the peace that we really want. And if peace is the end game, Mm. then we're missing it. We're not ever going to get there. So let's get practical. We all want peace. (laughs) What does that look like? And can you share an example, Amy, that maybe will help us understand this better? So just when I start to think about times in my life where there's been an opportunity for my peace to be removed and for panic or fear or worry to erupt, I mean, let's just be honest, that probably I could give you an example from today and it's not even, (laughs) it's just noon (laughs) when we're recording this, guys. So, um, but something that really stands out to me is, so I'm adopted and as an adopted kid, um, for most of my life, especially my growing up life, I struggled with uh, my identity. I struggled with um, feeling unwanted, feeling rejected, um, with approval. And so those things kept me in a, um, I don't know, like it felt like a hurricane in my mind all the time that was just fear and worry. There was no peace to be found in those places. And then as I met the Lord when I was 21, and He grew me and sanctified me, I started to learn who I was, Mm. that it didn't have to do with whether I was 
like my birth family or if I was like my adopted family. It wasn't who chose me, who didn't choose me, what kind of questions those were. It was all about who he says I am because he chose me. I'm adopted twice. I am the father's. And so those things I really began to apply to my life and my identity became grounded in him. Well, fast forward to 2019. Um, I was gifted a 23andMe kit from uh, my sister-in-law for Christmas. Okay, what is? Tell us a little bit more. So it's a genetic testing that helps you learn more about yourself. Because as an adopted kid, I was always interested in my background and where I came from. I had met one side of my birth family, my birth mother, but I had not um, met my birth father yet due to a number of different circumstances. Um, I didn't know anything about him, Um, but. I took this 23andMe DNA test and it sends back all these cool details like I'm Swedish. Who knew? But <laughs> <laughs> like my people are Vikings and I kind of love that. But also um, it it connects you with DNA matches. Okay. And so I ended up matched with this like second cousin once removed. I mean, it wasn't somebody <laughs> close, but but it was fun. And so we both reached out to each other and just said, oh my gosh, like how do you think we're related? And when she started to share, I realized she was on my birth father's side. And um, although I'd wanted to find him, all of a sudden, all those feelings would pop up of what if he's probably gone on living his life? He doesn't, he he won't want me. This is going to go bad. I'll go down that rabbit hole again. And, um, And my parents, my adoptive parents, I have a mom and a dad, so I didn't need a father, but I still wanted that connection. Um, And so... I, she said, I could reach out to your birth father's mom. She, we're, we're friends. We're family. Um, I'm happy to reach out to her. And I was like, I don't know. That yeah. might wreck somebody's life. And she said, well, let me just approach it gently, and, and I'll let you know. And I thought, okay, Lord, I have always prayed that when it is your time and if it is your will, that I would meet him. And so she started that. It just makes me think of just, you know, pushing pause on that. You were like going into a little bit of a waiting period. The whole thing is already stirring up all these new feelings and re-bringing up and stirring up things. Things that I thought were put to death. And now you're waiting. You're just waiting. You're just kind of hanging there. Where again, you know, you need that peace to to carry you through. Which I, I really thought I was fine, I think. And then out of nowhere, my phone starts pinging with notifications because I'd shared uh, my Facebook messenger to be able to communicate. Boom, 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 boom. Like I felt like notifications were popping up left and right. And it was all these names of people that I belong to my birth father's family. Okay. And immediately, I mean, inside of me, I was, oh no, like what? <laughs> What's what's about to happen? What and have you done? Yeah, what you, have I done? Why did I open myself? Here. And I actually, I felt like the Lord said, "Push pause." I'm like, God, I'm I'm 39. I've waited kind of a long time for this, and I felt like He said, "No, no, no," because you are already, guys. Okay, Janae cried on the last one. I'm going to cry on this one. <laughs> um, you have already established who you are in me, and now your mind and just the fears from the past are trying really hard to rip some of that away. And so God actually impressed upon me to wait and pray for 24 hours before responding back. And do you know that although I was nervous when talking for the first time, 
the peace that I had from knowing who I was in Christ, he overflowed me. And I can tell you, this has been one of the most beautiful relationships with my birth father's family. And it's just been an incredible blessing to my life. But it had to start with me being fully in his peace before I stepped into this thing that I knew had a potential of of bringing back some old hard things. That is such a beautiful picture of the soldier, you know, the guard over the heart and the mind. Mm -hmm. So you didn't have to be obedient, but you were. And the result was peace. And then a foundation that you could move into this new season of your life with Mm -hmm. that just set you up in a way that would have been missing otherwise. Mm -hmm. What a beautiful thing. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. It's one of my favorite stories. Yeah, (laughs) I love that. So my tears and story aside, peace is the result. It is this end game to the dead to me philosophy. And it is ours if we walk in the truths of Colossians 3. Any final thoughts, Janae? Well, I would like to encourage everyone to take this break we're about to have um, to listen or re-listen to the podcast and let God use these podcasts, these blogs to continue to speak to them. And if you haven't checked out the corresponding blog, Mm -hmm. I really encourage you to take some time to do that, to dig deeper where you need to. Well, and just again, if you're new to us and you're not aware of this, we do not rehash on the podcast what is in the blog. It's the same verse, but it's completely different information, completely different take. So um, it's really worth your time. You wouldn't feel like you're reading our transcript. Right. It's very complimentary. And at the very end, it has some opportunities for you to meditate, reflective Mm -hmm. questions, Mm -hmm. even other scriptures where you can read and go further if you want to. And that's your kind of thing. Would love to invite you to do some of that during this break. So I believe we promised our listeners some good news. So Janae, what is that good news? (laughs) So, well, the good news is that because of your support, Because of your encouragement, and as we've prayed over it, we do feel like we will continue with bringing God's Word gives hope to our listeners, and we are going to continue into the new year. We are so excited. Episode 8 will air on January 16th, and we will pick back up some weekly episodes. We've been talking about series already for next year, and I have to tell you guys, like, I'm super excited. Like, I thought this was fun, but I can't wait until we step into this next year. Yeah, so thank you so much for letting us journey with you. We really pray that it has brought a connection between Mm. your life and God's Word and how it can speak into the everyday spaces of your life. Absolutely. And, you know, if this is beneficial for you, please share and like. That way we are able to um, reach more people and they can just engage with God's Word in the same way. So one of the verses that we've read today, I'm going to finish us out with the amplified version of Philippians 4, 7, because I just love the way it reads. And the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and over your minds in Christ Jesus is yours. The connecting doesn't have to stop here. 
We would love to have you join us at the God's Word Gives Hope blog to go deeper with the verse we discussed today. If you would like to learn more about life and leadership coaching with Janae, visit JanaeShatleyCamp.com. Finally, we would love a chance to talk with you more. Find us on Instagram or Facebook. All of these links are posted in the About Us on our podcast. 